It's Mel. And Kel. And this is It's Called Culture. It's called Festa Branca. Ever heard of it? Listen, I've heard of white parties before, <laughs> but I didn't know they were doing them in San Miguel. I don't think I was aware of that either. And f- as far as I can tell, like, I haven't seen it with like a religious undertone. Mm. Like, it doesn't seem like it's religiously tied, which is so surprising to me. Maybe it is. I I haven't seen that it is. When I looked into it, I didn't find any religious undertones to it but i feel like in saint michael's they wouldn't do anything if it's not religious related right right that's what i'm saying so it's so weird to me so my parents are in san miguel right now and there's a couple of festival type things that they attended that i'm going to talk about the first is the white the white feast festa bronca whatever you want to call it. i guess yeah they also, it's called like an ocean party ocean oh. white ocean white ocean ponte delgada white ocean that's what they're calling it i guess I like, I like. Sounds fancy. I'm going to read a little description real quick off of some Visit Ponta Delgada website. It says, it takes place on the first Saturday of August. It's one of the largest outdoor summer parties in Ponta Delgada. The streets are decorated in a summer-like motif and the people dressed in white in order to commemorate the freshness of summer days and in an allusion to the foam of the ocean's waves. All around the city, there are regional artists performing, eating and drinking stands, music and DJs, which attract thousands of people to the city's gate, thus turning this emblematic monument into a large dance floor. (laughs) Whoa, it sounds sounds fun. I'm not going to lie. It sounds like a good My parents went to this. My parents went to this. (laughs) And I was looking at their pictures. And so by summer-like motifs... They mean they hung up these like clear plastic jellyfish <laughs> everywhere. Yes, my cousin had that post on her story. She lives out there, and I the saw jellyfish, that. right? Yes. <laughs> my parents are big, like they're big cowboy hat people. They just they, they wear are. these like very western style hats, and so they had their little white outfits that they packed to go to this white party. And they were like, we need to get a white hat to go with it. So they went and when they got there, they went and found a place and they bought these two like white cowboy looking hats. Oh, my God. And then my mom said she kept walking further and she's like, wait, everybody's wearing a fucking white hat. Like they, everyone had these little white hats and they were like all the same. And she's like, where is everybody getting these white hats? And I guess this was relayed to me via FaceTime message last night while they were sitting around the fire in Nagortorta. <laughs> there was like a booth or something where like if you took a picture with a Kia, like a car, the Kia car. <laughs> I was like, wait, what are we taking a picture with? Like okay. a Kia automobile. <laughs> so Kia is sponsoring this event. <laughs> I think it was Kia. If, if you took a picture with the car, you got a hat. <laughs> And your parents paid for one. Yeah. So they were like, you know, not happy to spend <laughs> money that they didn't need to spend. They were like, all I had to do was go take a picture with that fucking key over there. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they were not too happy. But they did say they enjoyed themselves. I feel like I saw a picture of like, like a circus performer, like in a cage, like way high up above the crowd. 
Oh, oh that that's was about. awesome. Like some kind of and, acrobatic thing. And this is the city. And this isn't like my mother's little village. This isn't your father's little village hosting this party. Like this is the Cedar. <laughs> so they're they're gonna go big. <laughs> they're gonna have like fire breathing performers, <laughs> lions. Imagine. I'd be like, holy shit, what am I missing out? I think the times I've been there in August, I've either, I don't know if they had it when I was younger, but I've even missed it because I never was there like the first weekend of August because we always wanted to be there for my parents, for my mom's festival of her little, of her village. And I don't know how long they've been doing this particular thing. But like my dad's shorts didn't look exactly white. So like, how is there someone checking at the gate? Like, <laughs> nope, that's he's no Emmett Bronk. <laughs> so you can't. can't come in. No, you can't come in. No, I admitted. Because like my dad was pushing the limits. He had like kind of like a gray looking short with a white shirt. So there's a resort that I follow on Instagram. And it's in Antigua. It's like one of my dream destinations that I hope to go one day. It's like Coco Bay. And they had a white party on that same Saturday. And I was looking at what the people were wearing. And there was a couple of guests that had like a white shirt, but like colored shorts. <laughs> right. And so I'm it's like, like, how strict is this dress code? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you allowed? And my mom, a few years back when they did their cruise to the Bahamas, my mom was all done up in white because I'm assuming they had a white party as well on the ship. And she was head to toe all in white. (laughs) And she said it was the best time of her life. (laughs) Why? I don't understand it. I don't think I've ever been to a white party, I guess. But like, I don't get it. I went on my cruise. I think they had it too, but I didn't participate. So I only do white when I have a tan. Like I, I'm not doing white if I'm not if I'm not Kamala. Because it'll <laughs> like I need a tan if I'm wearing all white. Yes. Sorry. I'll be a sore loser and not participate. No, I that's fair. That's fair. Yes. <laughs> you have to August, but they do this in August. So like that's yeah, so you should that's have, yeah. respectable. I just read that like there's some Michael Rubin guy who does though an all-white party. I don't know if it's in the Hamptons, but. Oh, is that? Yeah, that's the big. That's like the big, big celebrity. Yes. All the celebrities are at that white party. And I believe it's in the Hamptons, too. And so this guy, this Michael Rubin guy, which I was like, who the fuck is Michael Rubin? He's the one who hosts it. And it, he's been hosting it just for the past like few years. I don't mm. know who used to host it before, but like Tom Brady's there, Beyonce and Jay-Z, like usher singing like what what are we doing like everybody's there yeah that's the white party (laughs) i want to attend sign me up but they held theirs it was like fourth of july timing or like the first few days of july so the reason i'm bringing this up is because that's not far enough into the summer for that tan (laughs) oh yeah you're right you're right yeah you're right well kelly's gonna go get a fake tan Oh, well, these people have enough to get to go get a fake tan. So, <laughs> yeah. And they actually probably live in places where it's sunny year round. Not, they, don't, they don't live in New England. <laughs> they didn't have the rainy uh, June that we had. Oh, my God. Imagine we get invited to the party. We we're just like, we just had rain all of June. <laughs> Sorry, I can't wear white yet. 
Seriously. Oh, I, I read another thing. One that happens in New York City, maybe, or Central Park. I don't know. I don't know. Somewhere in New York. And it's like rich. Well, I guess it's not. They can't be that rich because it's like it's like $45 like entry fee. But it's like invite only. You have to know someone. You have to be invited by somebody who attended a previous white party in the park. I- Yes, I read that too. Yep. And it's like a it's a dinner, it's like a sit down dinner thing instead of just like this rager where you're just dancing around with hundreds of people. And so there's a set number of guests. You pay like forty five dollars to register once you get an invite. You have to bring your own table, your own tableware, all white, mm-hmm. of course. Your own food. Yep. Yeah, this is what I was reading. <laughs> or you could or you could order food from like some restaurant or something that they cater for like 95 bucks a plate. And then specifically it said obviously you had to be in all white, but then it said it, the event will take place rain or shine. So you had to wear bring a white raincoat or a poncho, <laughs> a white umbrella. I'm like and you had to and it was like a secret location or something yes, like they wouldn't yeah. tell you the location in advance. So like you just lug in a fucking folding table and plates and your dinner around in your white, your little white poncho around New York. And then they're going to tell you where you're going to go set it up. And then you set it up and it's like very public. It might have been mm. in Washington. It might not have been in New York, like Washington, D.C. I can't remember. My little research, there was one in like New York. So that's. Mm. And then it's just like a like a spectacle. Like you just set up your tables all together and you have this big white dinner party in public where other people are just like the peasants are watching on <laughs> in their colored clothing like what imagine paying the 45 and then you have to bring your own food and you got to like bring all these extras just in case <laughs> bring your oh, own like... food bring your own <laughs> meza bring your own proch what are you paying the $45 for then? If that's you're, the case. You're in a public park. What am I paying for? Exactly. <laughs> like, what are you paying for? It reminds me of those little like parties that are, that are really popular right now. I think you attended one. Uh, like bridal showers where like a company comes, which is a great idea. Great business where like a company will come and like set up a little area in a park and they do like the table. I don't know if they provide food. I know you attended one. I think it was a baby shower, the one I went yes. to. It was like you'd pay a person and they would set up pillows on the grass. Yes, yes, yes. It's cute. It's very cute. Well, I'm assuming you didn't have to bring your own food. So this was not like I wasn't planning this party. I was just attending. But yeah. I'm pretty sure that they had to bring their own food. You were paying someone probably a not so small fee to, yeah, to bring so, pillows yeah. for you to sit in the grass and then set up like a little tiny a wooden box basically with a tablecloth on it and then just like a few little decorations Decorations. and like maybe an umbrella right (laughs) right so it's like what am i paying for like she's the the person who was planning it still had to supply all the food yeah yeah great great business idea (laughs) a few cups that's it that's it Get like a summer, get a summer look, get a fall look. You're not going to really do that in the winter. Get a different couple like summer vibe look and you're good. You got a business. Uh, Nuka maybe that. If if our parents knew. 
that you pay somebody to go decorate at a park. I mean, it was super cute. Right. It's very cute. Yeah. But pricey for what you get. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet. And that's not counting any comida or any babida. So the pictures I was going through of my mom and dad at the white party in Punta Delgada, they had like octopus tentacles coming off of the building. <laughs> like they somehow decorated the building with these gigantic octopus tentacles that look like they're like a permanent fixture. That's beautiful. I love it. So the people are supposed to look like the foam of the ocean. Like that's the point <laughs> of this party. Is that what we're getting? And I always like, isn't like the foam of the ocean something like you don't want, you don't want to like swim in the ocean if it's really foamy, right? I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not a marine biologist, but I thought like you don't want to swim if it's really foamy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not Jones in to swim in a foamy ocean. <laughs> yeah. no. Seems weird. Yeah, I don't like it. Too much I bacteria. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it either. <laughs> Okay, so the hats that they gave away, all white, but they have a um, a band, a black striped band along Ooh. them, and they say Kia. <laughs> Did so your parents had say Kia? Or no? I hope my parents didn't pay for a hat that said <laughs> Kia on it. Hold on. I bet Kia just bought the hats from the same place your mom bought it, bought them from, and then they added their black ribbon with the Kia logo on it. Theirs also has a black ribbon, but it does not say Kia. Say Kia. Yeah, so Kia definitely purchased those hats from the same place your parents purchased them. <laughs> they got like they got it for like wholesale price. Oh my god. Aww. So I think you looked up a little bit of like the history because you were like, why the fuck are we doing white parties? Like, what is this all about? Yeah, because they're like, they're everywhere. When you like go on vacation, like, you know, just not Punta Delgada. If you go to like another country, they have it on a country. They have it on cruise ships. Yeah, so they have these white parties obviously everywhere in all these different countries. So clearly a memo is being sent somewhere (laughs) to like have these white parties. So I'm like, what is the deal with these white parties? Like, Do they mean something? Like, were they, like, you know, bringing awareness to something? Was it money? You know, religious? We had no idea. So, quick little cultural history on the white parties. So, it was a friends-only dinner that started in 1988. So, not too long ago. No, I would have thought it was longer, yeah. And it was by a man, Francois... Pesquale, he began the party when he came back from Paris after a few years being abroad, and he just decided to throw a like reunion dinner party to reconnect with his friends. And it's been going on for a few years, and it was getting bigger and bigger. So they decided to throw it at like this public party in Paris, and that's where he asked the attendees to wear white so they can easily find each other on the grounds. And so each year, even more attendees were attending. And then a few years late, four years later, the event got so big that he had it at the iconic Punts des Arts. It's like it's the bridge that's in Paris that's known for like the locks of love. Mm. I don't know if you've seen it where people have like the locks, like they put their locks on it with their initials or whatever. When you know, when you're in love, you do cute things like that. (laughs) 
When you're in love, you degrade public property. (laughs) (laughs) And this love locks kind of are in other play areas, too. I know, like, the most popular and well-known one is the one in Paris. But I've seen it, like, started in other places. But I don't think it gets picked up as much. Like, Paris is known. Like, that bridge is known for the locks there. I've only seen them taking the locks off. I've seen when, like... Oh, really? Yeah, I've seen places coming and be like we're cutting all the locks like the bridge is gonna collapse like that kind of shit oh that's a good point like the added like that's probably like added weight right to the bridge right oh that's a good point oh shit is it the workers like in paris that are cutting it down of like if you break up because it's like (laughs) broken up couples that are going to cut it (laughs) maybe it's the workers in paris that are cutting it but then like the couple just unexplained divorce <laughs> like happens like and then just two weeks uh, later <laughs> i hate love go back to this for a second because yeah. it sounds like so this guy was having these dinner parties with his friends i don't know that they were white parties to begin with it seemed like the only reason he asked them to wear white was because it got so it big got that so he big. moved it to a public place and then he wanted to be able to identify his guests right yes so like the white was like truly a functional <laughs> purpose of that dinner party. It was like, I'm in the park and I want to know who is a guest at my party and who is just lives on that bench. <laughs> right. Yes. You know, like when you go on like a blind, well, I don't go on blind dates, but you're like, oh, please wear a red rose <laughs> in your shirt pocket so I know who I'm who I'm going on a date with. Kind of like the same vibe. Wear white. If you wear white, <laughs> you're a guest at the party. Right. So like it, it seemed like it was born out of necessity. Yeah. Like he was just like, this is this has a functional purpose. We're gonna wear white so we can identify each other. And then it just turned into like this Hampton celebrity. <laughs> extravaganza with the pretentious <laughs> ass shit i'll talk about i'll get there i'll talk about who me possibly who started the celebrity white parties <laughs> i can't wait i don't know if it's who you expected but so because it got so big and popular uh francois pasquale he wanted to keep the events quiet so cops wouldn't come and like ruin it because it was becoming so big that's when he decided to keep it um secret location till the very last minute so kind of the same idea what you brought up too many people gathering they probably were like disperse like cops would probably come in and like disperse tell them to like disperse talking a lot with my hands guys if you watch this And following the success of the North American celebrations, La Dina Oblanc International was established in 2012, which since hosted dinners in more than 70 cities, 25 countries worldwide. In late 90s, <laughs> into the 2000s, <laughs> our boy, Sean Diddy Combs, <laughs> His all-white parties were the talk of the town. They were held in exclusive locations. The liquor flowed with no ends. And there were more stars than in the sky that attended this (laughs) party. Oh, P. Diddy (laughs) started making it popular with the celebrities. And then it moved on. (laughs) 
But I also remember those all those white parties. You know, it's funny because when you say P. Diddy, like I can only picture P. Diddy wearing all white. Like I <laughs> has he ever worn a color? Has he ever worn a color? Has he ever worn anything other than all white? I know. I know. He's all white party all year long. That's his vibe. Isn't there like what's the I'll be missing you that song like is that's I feel like that's like all white in that music video. Yes, because that's that's like an angel. (laughs) Yes, because that's the song for uh, Notorious, right? He's with Faith Evans. Mm. I'll be missing you. This French guy was calling it Le Dîner en Blanc. Yeah. Looks like it says Le Diner en Blanc, but Le Dîner en Blanc. Every time I see that written or I say it in my head, I just think of Beauty and the Beast of like when they're like, your dinner is served. <laughs> Be <laughs> our guest. <laughs> Get those vibes, right? <laughs> Do you think Beast had an all white party <laughs> with his inanimate objects? <laughs> oh, I love that movie. I just went to a, a play, a Beauty and the Beast play. With my daughter, like a live action thing. Oh, that's adorable. And it was really well done. All the costumes were really good. And I just felt so bad for the one girl who had to play Chip, the little the little teacup. Mm-hmm. Because literally, so they had like this, this rolling cart that came out and she was just like in a box. And the only thing that was showing was her head, like her head in the little teacup. Oh, that's adorable. And it looked like the teacup was on like a rolling cart or something. But she was just like stuck there and she couldn't move. And she had to be wheeled around the stage like she couldn't walk around on her own free will. (laughs) And I was just like staring at this one girl the entire time just being like, I cannot believe you're just in a box and someone has to wheel you around the stage. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) what thing? Christiana. So the other event that I wanted to bring up was in my dad's village. So this was another event that they just went to while they were out there on vacation. And it was called a Mostra Gastronomica, like a gastronomical showcase, if you will. And it's really unique. So it's obviously it's food driven, but there's Mm -hmm. a whole other side to it, too. Like they have all these traditional dancing and music they have all these almost like scenes set up so inside one of their the buildings they would set up these like memorials like it was like memories of how things used to be in the village yeah. and what village life used to be like so they have all of these things memorialized there they they would set them up with like scarecrows so like they're really creepy actually but yeah they are creepy yeah, so the scarecrows are super creepy, but they use them as like the people in the scenes. And then they'll set up, I think last year they did this whole thing with like an outhouse with mm-hmm. somebody using the outhouse with like the pigs <laughs> underneath and the the corn on the cob. This year they did another corn on the cob thing, but um I didn't really know what it meant. It was like a little wooden teepee, like a little triangular wooden teepee thing. And it had like little a couple little steps with a platform going up inside this little teepee thing and then they had corn drying like along both sides of the 
like the diagonal parts of the the roof or the teepee and then there was like all corn cobs just kind of like laying around inside and around and i didn't know if it was like a chicken coop situation or if they're just using that to like dry the corn i was like i don't know what's going on here I didn't know what what it was representing from the past that they used to do with this corn and this teepee. <laughs> I thought I was like, are they drying the corn husks off so they can use it later to wipe themselves? <laughs> like we've learned that that's what they used it for back then. It looked like it could have been just like, OK, this is how we set it up to dry. But something about like the little steps and the platform made it yeah, seem like it was like a chicken coop or like this is a little chicken house and we just pad it for the chickens. I don't really know. I don't know. Can we repost that picture? Or are we like not allowed because it was your your father's village Facebook account? <laughs> I could probably post it and say where I got it from. I wonder if like someone would have any idea about it. Yeah, let us know if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I know what that is. (laughs) And so they do a little parade also, again, with each truck, instead of it being like a float, like, you know, like you see here, you'd have each truck would either have a float or like some, I don't know, people just standing in the back of it, of the truck for whatever reason, throwing candy. This parade, each truck is like its own little scene as well. So like one of them had a whole like bedroom scene in the back of the pickup truck where this woman was, I think she was actually my cousin, but (laughs) (laughs) she's laying in the back of the pickup truck with like her little like pajama, her little like robe and a little like hair cap thing. And then she had an old lady sitting on the edge of the bed praying the rosary. And there's like a little peek under the bed. There's oh my god. There's all the furniture, like the, the bed, the bedspread, the end tables. And then there's a priest or guy dressed up as a priest. Like they're all just reenacting these mm. scenes. So there's a guy dressed up as a priest, and he's he's giving communion to the girl in the bed. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so is it like representing like that she's too ill to maybe attend church? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Like that was that scene. And then they had other scenes. So like then there was one that it was this woman and she was like making the shudis in the back of the pickup truck. So she had this whole huge like kitchen scene stonework like around her and they had all the shudis hanging up in there. And this is all on a pickup truck. And right. then they had they had like um another woman with a big pot and she was serving favage out of the pot, like real favage to like all the people watching the parade. So instead of candy, you're getting bowls of favage. Only in a Portuguese parade. And then they would have another scene that was like on the back of a truck looking like it was a wedding, like you'd have like a bride and groom at the head of the table, and then like a bunch of people sitting around and they're eating and drinking, like at this wedding table, banquet table one of the scenes was like seamstresses so like they were doing all the sewing in the back of this truck it was really cute they had one that was called like regress to immigrants which i think is like the return of the immigrant and that was my favorite one it was basically a scene showing you what it was like when the immigrants would either come and visit or return back to their land and so it had the suitcases and the malage opened with all the american shit that they would have sending that they would send back in their malage so i'll have to pull it up and see what some of the stuff was but it was like duncan hines cake mix and fruit loops and like 
that kind of stuff. Lipton tea bags. Like it was just. Oh my God. Yes. Specifically those. Oh my God. The Lipton iced tea. Holy shit. <laughs> yes. Those. Oh, like name brand candy. My mom would bring so much Twizzlers back. Oh my God. Yes. So I thought so that much was Twizzlers. So cool. And so, and then it had like, they were like in like a little room that looked really Portuguese, but then you had all these like American items in the suitcases that were open and it was like the coolest scene. I just loved it so much. That's cute. Yeah. Cause we can relate to that. Cause we've gone back as kids and I know specifically with me, like my mom would bring so much stuff back to Agua So my parent, my family could have like cereal and all that stuff. It's the tea bags is what killed I know. And they were actually giving out like, so there was like some men that were walking like alongside of these trucks with pitchers of wine and they would, they're filling up people's cups, like just going down the line. So you're just sitting there watching this parade and then someone's filling up your wine cup and they're giving you bowls of favish. I'm like, this is fantastic. You just got your lunch (laughs) for the day. My mom sent me a video of that and I was like almost in tears just watching it because I'm like, this is just such a sense of community. Like they're all reminiscing and they're all playing a part in this and they're feeding the community as they do it. I'm like, this is just so cool to be a part of that and to be from that. In some of these communities, I'm sure like still struggle. So for the fact that they still host these every year is awesome. And it's different every year, too. They're not using like the same ones. Right. They change it up a little bit. So it seemed really cool. Like I, I would love to be there for that event one year because it seems like a really cool thing where they're tying in like the history of the village and memories and reminiscing for how it was. And, Mm. and then just kind of like moving forward, they do new stuff for the kids. And they had like an author that wrote a book and they were doing book signings for the kids. And like, it was just really cute. Oh, that's cool. I wonder what I like want to be on a committee like the like Agwatpa, <laughs> it would be my mom's Agwatpa like fashion committee. I wonder what it. <laughs> Dude, I that's some serious. It's so funny that you say that because I don't remember what it was. Oh, it was the Madeira feast. So they just had the Madeira feast in yes. New Bedford, right? Yeah. I was reading about that, and they said that literally, like the day the feast ends, they start their meeting for planning the next one. Oh, damn! They are just never stop planning for the Madeira feast. I don't know if you can hang with that crew. Like, that's like, that's some serious All right, guys. So we're wrapping up for today, but check in with us again. um, One of our other cool little mini episodes. Yeah. Thanks for listening as always. Bye, guys.